0: Welcome to Across the Desk and our new series, The Future Looks Good. We're focusing on autism and employment and connecting you to resources that can help your future look good. You are the future. The future looks good. Everybody and welcome to Across the Desk. We are continuing with our new series, The Future Looks Good. Uh, the Future Looks Good focuses on autism and employment and creating successful opportunities for people on the spectrum to gain not just employment, I think like a career, a, a something. So, just going to quickly, you've met her before, you love her, you know her, my business partner, Paulette Goddard, who is also the principal founder of Com Spectrum Consulting is my unwilling partner in crime in the podcast situation. <laughs> yes, I'm very unwilling. Hello, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> um, and this is a timely introduction because it, it sort of heads into what we're talking about today. So we've covered topics about change um, and what autism means to you and some other um, topics of discussion throughout this. What we're jumping into now uh, is a relatively new idea for us And it was born of the fact that I think both of us get really frustrated with the fact that there's not new tools for people on the spectrum to, you know, sort of gain a better understanding of how they function in the workplace. And rather than investigating new tools or creating new tools, a lot of organizations rely on stuff that is meant for the neurotypical population. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. See, she's nodding, forgetting you have to do... I have to say words out loud, yes. I'm you do correct. have to say yeah. a word out loud. So was listening to a podcast um, about two months ago mm-hmm. by Brene Brown and uh, thoroughly enjoy Mrs. Brown because she has a PhD in research. Um, she focuses on shame and vulnerability, but she looks at all kinds of fragile mental states and how those influence how we function and how we do in the workplace, how we do in relationships and what have you. And she happened to be interviewing somebody on the topic of the Enneagram. And I was intrigued because I think Paulette and I both kind of enjoy the discovery tools that are available to, you know, figure yourself out a little better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So started listening to the podcast, kind of went, all right, this is cool. Started looking into it because I've done Myers-Briggs, I've done DISC, I've done True Colors, I've done all those things. It's not that I don't know myself, but... I think you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't check in every couple of years about how your situation may have influenced your personality or what have you. So then I did it, and I did the report, and I got really excited, and then I called Paulette, and I had, like, massive squirrel moments. (laughs) (laughs) We we like squirrels on that day, yes, definitely. Well, there was actually a squirrel involved in that particular story, which is another podcast, and said, would you please try this? And she said, okay. And then she came back, and she's like, holy crap. This is a good idea, and here we are today.
1: And, it, and it's a good idea because it gives a lot of people the self-awareness that they need about things that are happening and confirming that they're on the right path, they're doing the right thing. And that's what I liked about the Enneagram. It really does describe who you are and shows you the direction you need to go in.
0: What are you? <laughs> she doesn't want to look at this. <laughs> anyway, so, sorry. <laughs> we normally do our podcast through Zoom. And so Paulette is six steps removed from the technology required to create a podcast. And right now she's having to watch the screen (laughs) and it's kind of freaking her out. So, you know, not everybody embraces the tools that are necessary to get the job done (laughs) in this capacity. Good news is, though, she does love the Enneagram. So what is the Enneagram? Um, We'll give a little bit of history first. So the Enneagram of personality is from the Greek word enia, meaning nine um, meaning some and and grandma, meaning something written or drawn is a model of humans sorry is a model of the human psyche which is principally understood and taught as a typology of nine interconnected personality types so that runs the same as most other personality tools mm-hmm. Um, Although the origins and histories of many of the ideas and theories associated with the Enneagram of Personality are a matter of dispute, just meaning nobody can come to an agreement on how this was actually created, Uh, contemporary Enneagram theories are mostly from the teachings of the Bolivian psycho-spiritual teacher Oscar Ichezo from the 1950s and the Chilean psychiatrist Claudio Nerano from the 1970s. So it has then gone on and been developed and influenced by a variety of different people. Um, we have actually done extensive research into the background of this, how it's being used in psychiatry and psychology, how uh, there's a growing trend of it being used in the workplace. Because it is a really simple, um, once you've done the evaluation, it's a really simple thing to apply to your life. Mm-hmm. And I think you would agree that like Myers-Briggs definitely has value. But if you have to remember 16 different personality types in order to get along with people, that's a lot. Yes. And,
1: and and this one, you have to remember one and how it fits in with your life. And it's very clearly
0: outlined. Yeah. So that was really cool. DISC is, again, is another good one. Um, but it's remembering what other people are and how that reacts. This focuses on you. And the personal one delves into your childhood. That's not the one we're talking about today. So we did some more research, found a ton of evidence to back this up. And we found evidence that nullified it as well. So it's all balanced out. Um, We haven't researched to confirm our bias. We've researched to just confirm that we're on the right track. Mm -hmm. And so the one that we are using um, as part of a pilot project to... We can't talk about that right now. That's a little bit shush, Mm. shush. But it's it's part of a pilot project to help people on the spectrum gain employment in a certain um, sector. So we are using the one from Truity.com, T-R-U-I-T-Y.com, because it is a bit agnostic. Like, it's not a platform that's espousing a particular coaching model. You know, they don't have anything to gain other than you doing the test, which I really like. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we are focusing today on the Enneagram Professional Edition. Sounds very snappy because it's very professional and it's very related to the career and the work skills that you yes. need. Yeah, it's definitely it's workplace focused. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to read? Oh, we did that part. Yeah. So, paragraph number two.
1: So, when we're looking at this, we want understanding a person's Enneagram types helps a lot of people see how they behave the way they do. It gives you a type with a set of core beliefs that will motivate you to take particular actions and guide them guide you to make certain decisions. Behavior that may seem confusing or con- contradictory can often be explained when we understand the person's Enneagram type. Yeah. And Elizabeth and I clearly understand our Enneagram types and <laughs> how is, it affects funny story our personality, yeah. personality. So this is one of the things we liked about this. It gives you clear definitions.
0: Well, one of the things that sort of intrigued me and prompted me to... Proposed to Paulette that we start investigating this as a tool is that um, between the personal and the professional editions of the Enneagram, it provides a ton of really positive strengths mm-hmm. and really positive adjectives to describe your personality type. And I think what we've discovered is that, and I think this is true for anybody, but I'm going to say for the, you know, I'll back up for a second. So, Uh, I volunteer with an organization called the Autism Job Club. And one thing I had begun to notice after a year or two is that people on the spectrum have a really hard time believing positive things about themselves Mm -hmm. when a coach or a volunteer or whatever tells them. Mm -hmm. What I love about the Enneagram is that it is, it is agnostic in that there's an algorithm in place you answer the questionnaire, and it spits out the information as per the Enneagram process. So when we sit down, which we've now done a few times, mm-hmm. with somebody on the spectrum who's taken this test, and we go through the strengths, and we go through you know, the positive adjectives and what have you, I think you'd agree they onboard it better, mm-hmm. agree with it easier, And believe it more
1: yeah because it's not just somebody saying it it's actually written on a document and it's clearly outlined on the document it's got headings strengths
0: in a nutshell yeah right it's right there and it's not a parent saying that to give you a pat on the back and it's not Paulette saying it as a coach because you know that's her job as a coach it's not my job as a coach Uh oh what did you just do sorry about that Um, it's not because it's my job as a coach to to say positive things to you and kind of blow smoke up your butt. It's this, it's this evaluation saying that. Yeah, It's kind of powerful.
1: And, and, and it's not just saying you're good at this, you're good at that. It's giving you a whole list of amazing adjectives.
0: We're gonna go through that. So we're gonna t- yeah. do this one last piece here. So the Enneagram is mostly used for personal self-knowledge and personality development, offering a powerful tool for self-mastery, conflict resolution, team dynamics, leadership and emotional intelligence. Because it identifies opportunities for development for each individual type, it has become widely used in areas such as counseling, psychotherapy, business development, parenting, and education. Now, we're moving it into employment, and had an interesting um, conversation last week with somebody we're looking to do a project on uh, with, mentioned it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not to be whatever, would not have expected that person to know about the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. And not only did he know about it, but he was like, yeah, that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. There you go. I was like, done. Mm -hmm. So you want to jump in? Well, I wanted to do this one. You do that
1: one. The last one of the sections on here, because we know a lot of people who are on the spectrum also face major anxiety issues. This Enneagram also helps people understand how they react to stress. So it's one of those things that's important for people to understand. By describing how each Enneagram adapts and responds to both stressful and supportive situations, the Enneagram shows opportunities for personal development and provides a foundation for understanding of others. So this is something that's important to me because it helps people understand where their anxiety is and how to deal with the stressful situations
0: that go along with this anxiety. Well, Part of our theory as well is that people on the spectrum Um, And again, this sounds like a generalization, and if this doesn't apply to you, that's okay. This is helpful either way. But most people on the spectrum live in a state of suboptimal performance, if Mm -hmm. you will, Mm -hmm. meaning that their anxiety or or some other mental health issue can cloud their ability to perform their best. Mm -hmm. And the advantage of the Enneagram is that it gives you at your best Mm -hmm. and it gives you at your worst. Mm And the advantage of that is that we can then, you know, confirm with the person if this is in fact true or we can, uh, and it helps us develop a better plan around what we can prepare them for at work. Mm -hmm. uh, And what, sorry, my son is texting me at the moment. I apologize and I have to tell him no. Um, And so that we can then create a better plan. And I think, You would agree the the meetings that we've had so far Mm -hmm. have provided you like having them do this first and the Enneagram professional first has given you I would say a bit of an edge it's given me a clearer
1: understanding of where the person's coming from because what I've appreciated about a lot of people that I'm working with is that reviewing the Enneagram they can say does that mean and they start explaining a situation then you can coach to that situation if they're having a challenge in that situation, or you can just say that is how you deal with that situation. It helps them understand the social and the stress that comes with that social. social. It gives you clear direction for
0: coaching and supporting people. I think it also gives voice to some um, things about themselves that they may not have been able to tap into before that. And we had a uh, before we jump into, we're going to share with you our findings, but. What we've been doing is asking folks on the spectrum that we work with to take this test. We're not charging for that. We're, mm-hmm. we're just because we're piloting this tool. And um, then we're meeting face-to-face, socially distanced and ever safe and everything like that. And a couple of, one meeting that we had, um, it was a mom and daughter. Mm-hmm. And I think mom was quite surprised in a very good way about how much the daughter agreed with the assessment Mm -hmm. and then some further sharing which i took notes and what have you and mom's face like jaw dropped Mm -hmm. because this was able to give a voice to opinions that she had about herself or strengths she believed about herself Mm -hmm. that she may have struggled to articulate otherwise would you say that absolutely because it's the articulation they can hear things over
1: and over and over again, but they have to believe it in themselves. And for this person to be able to say it and describe it, it's just again it crazy. confirming that she has amazing strengths
0: and insights into life. And more self-esteem than I think either of us mm-hmm. would have thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I was quite shocked. And she was also able to clearly articulate within that conversation how these strengths and abilities had already helped her on the job. Yes. Which mom again? Jaw mm-hmm. hitting the floor, and it was it was awesome to see that this works for the autism community. So far, we can say conclusively, it's not a huge group that we've we're continuing to roll it out. Uh, we're not forcing it on anybody. We are inviting people to contradict us mm-hmm. if it doesn't match. But I think so far we are, you know, it's 100% per- spot on. People saying, yep describes me. Mm yeah. I believe those strengths about myself. Yep, going on. So what we're going to jump into, um, there is the nine types. I'll just give a brief description of those. Um, We have a few different books that we've been doing some more research with. And so type one, uh, what's an Enneagram one? Diligence is how they are described in a one. Um, n- type 2 is described as giving. There's other, um, other things to do that. Type 3 is described as a, a performer. Uh, type 4 appears to be mood-based, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm not laughing at that. It just hasn't been described that way before, and I'll find some other ones. Type 5 um, are knowledge strength. Type six, oh dear, uh, have doubt, which, you know, we'll figure that one out. Um, type 7 options, type 8 are the challenger, which is me Uh, type 9 is the harmony seeker, which is Paulette Mm -hmm. and um, I listened to that one talk with Brene Brown and as they're chatting away they're saying how the 8s are the a-holes of the Enneagram, and I'm like, no, no, no (laughs) and then I go and take the test and sure enough I'm an 8 and I'm like Yeah, that's, we can be. (laughs) I'll take that. So some other ways to describe uh, type one are the improver, reformer, or perfectionist. Type two is the helper, giver, befriender. Those are much better than the other ones. Mm -hmm. Type three is the achiever, performer, motivator. Type four, the individualist, romantic artist. Type five, the investigator, observer, theorist. Type six, the loyalist, skeptic, guardian. Type seven, the enthusiast, optimist, Epicurean. Ooh, interesting word. Type eight, the challenger, protector, advocate. Dun, da, da, da. This is why I like Marvel movies and superheroes. I'm just putting it out there. Type nine is the peacemaker, mediator, reconciler. Oh, I like those much better. They are lovely words. They are lovely words. Um, I'm going to give a little list at the end of the resources that we've collected so far around books, if you want to investigate it more or what have you. Uh, totally up to you. We're going to try and keep this shortish because because we have stuff to do. So you are a nine. Yes. I am an eight. And interestingly enough, within our business relationship, Mm -hmm. what that means is, um, as an eight, I am not conflict averse. So I have no problem, and Paulette's sucking her lips into the back of her head because she doesn't want to laugh at me, but I have no problem taking on challenges. I have no problem, you know, going, not not being aggressive in conflict, but if somebody would like to be conflictive, (laughs) I have no problem going, bring it on, Donkey Kong, because ambitious and, uh, you know, I'm kind of a natural born leader, so I'll take charge of situations. If needed, I don't, I mean, I think you would agree that I have the ability to step back, but I also have the ability to go, you're wrong, (laughs) which my husband just loves, by the way. Um, Whereas Paulette is more...
1: I'm a peaceful harmonizer within my environment. Which
0: means she doesn't like conflict at all.
1: (laughs) I don't like conflict. I like to have something that's more easygoing, accepting, understanding, I'm very, very much the opposite of Elizabeth.
0: <laughs> well, no, there's some complimentary because because of where they sit on the wheel, hmm The interesting thing is is that I do actually have the ability, if I'm in the middle of a conflictive situation, I do have the ability to mediate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to bring resolution and to get people on board. Because I'm not a fan of conflict that doesn't achieve anything. Mm-hmm. If you're just being an ass for ass's sake, then I'm going to correct that situation. Um, but being on the, being an eight
1: and being a nine, we also can move over to the eight or nine or over to the
0: for uh, me, seven
1: and nine for me. And it's one and eight for me. Yeah. So I can become that aggressive <laughs> leader, but I choose not to most of the time. So I, you can move sideways on these things. You can move across the, the board on some of these things, but it's how you take it. So it's your which
0: primary, how you primarily is, show up. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. And it's also how you react during stressful times and how you react during awesome times. Yeah. Um, and so... We're not going to get into too much detail about that because that requires way more time and study mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. we have right now. And again, I'll, I'll list the books that we've been using and the websites if you want to go and check it out. It's definitely worth doing the free personal one. Um, yeah, it's another story. So, we'll, if let's let's hop to um, working with others because we're again we're trying to keep it on yeah. online here. So, the cool thing about this report is under working with others, because again, this is um, focused on the workplace. So preferred working environment for eights. Um, Autonomy is important to eights as they need the freedom to take charge and perform at an extremely high level. (laughs) And what that means is I don't do well in situations where somebody is micromanaging me, where somebody is double-checking everything I do or requires me to be in a subservient role. And... I had a situation, I'll I'll evidence this, because I never could understand why as an employee I had so much conflict. And my husband even told me I'm not a good employee because I want to give 120%, but I also want to take over the room. (laughs) So I was, (laughs) it's true, Uh, which has caused conflict. I wish I had this because then I would have been more aware of how I function and I could have perhaps not caused as much Mm -hmm. conflict. So I was in a situation where I had applied for a job and had understood the job to be one thing. And the person who I was supposed to be, I thought, working with introduced me for the first day as her helper. And I was there. And at that time, I had been in the role that I was going to be working at for like 10 years. So there was no way I was. And I've even from a year one, I was nobody's helper. And she spent the day and the next couple of days kept introducing me as her helper, which immediately, understandably now, put me on the defensive Mm -hmm. and made me very cranky um, and then made me hypercritical of her because I'm like, you ain't going to call me no helper, sister. (laughs) (laughs) That was no bueno on any level. Um, So my preferred work environment as an eight, roles that give me independence, respect and authority, opportunities to take an active rather than passive role competitive fast paced working environment, being rewarded for getting things done and opportunities to hide my vulnerability. So um, I would not do well actually I don't well, I can't think of anything right now but versus Paulette so your prime preferred working environment is Uh, I, I like to have time and so I can fiddle
1: with doing work I, I do like c- having completion deadlines but I like totally different preferred work environment I like the clear structured with milestones <laughs> I respect boundaries and priorities I enjoy working in privacy to complete tax tasks without distraction courteous harmonious environment in which no one is overly competitive sounds quite <laughs> different than what Elizabeth just read doesn't it and I like a supportive and mentoring boss. So, <laughs> again, I'm laughing
0: it, <laughs> because we fill in each other's competency gaps. Yes, she reminds me to calm my shit, and I remind her to stir her stumps. <laughs> yeah, there we go.
1: But understanding this is really amazing. That understanding that we have a clear
0: working situation. we have grown to appreciate each mm-hmm. other's. Yeah stump stirring, um, which, and so what I mean by stir your stumps is, all right, you know, come on, like, we've, like, where are we doing? You type at work?
1: Yeah, because one of the things we're using the Enneagram for is to figure out where we're going to use this to help people p- figure out where they want to work. Yes. And what type of work that they should be involved in. So I'm trying to find where you're at. You You go. It's just one before that. Yeah. Oh, is it? It, yeah, it should be just... Oh, that's why. Yeah. So, <laughs> silly rabbit. When we look at this, when we're using it with people on the spectrum, we want them to understand what their your type is at work. How are they going to have what they need at work? Nines enjoy immersing themselves in tasks that have a clear expectations and metric for success. Whereas eights...
0: <laughs> uh, all or nothing... They do everything to the best of their ability and are extremely dedicated in their push to reach the top, leave a legacy, and make an impact on their environment. There's a tendency to excess. Mm-hmm. And AIDS often work too hard and too aggressively. <laughs> Ouch. It makes you, me sound like some kind of dictator.
1: You're just a go-getter, and I'm just a harmonizer. So it, it's that's how it works together, right? Yeah. But to understand this type of your type at work will help you understand how you interact with your coworkers, how you need to have a job yeah. with certain supports, how you need to have a job that complements your personality type. Yeah.
0: I ran a workshop once and it was for um, a group of youth who had a variety of disabilities. So some were on the spectrum, some had other challenges and what have you, and um, had walked into the room expecting one audience and ended up with another. And mm-hmm. that's totally fine. So, I regrouped, and the room happened to be um, decorated with superhero images. They're, they're symbols. The sad thing was, I could pick out, you know, I, I knew who the superheroes Not only did I know who the superheroes were, just from the symbol. <laughs> it was great. So, I changed my whole talk, and um, focused on developing and finding what their superpowers are. The people in the room. One thing that they had never considered, which I found really interesting, which is one of our focuses for here, they had never considered how their work environment should influence the jobs they apply for. Mm -hmm. And we talked about things like, you know, loud noises, bright lights, whatever, regardless of your interest in electronics, you're not going to apply to work at Best Buy. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to be dealing with stereos going on and off and TVs going on and off and massive overhead bright lighting and a busy floor and Mm -hmm. what have you. And it was a bit of an aha moment for this group, how their personality should influence the jobs they apply for to get maximum success. And Mm -hmm. that's what we're trying to do. Um, We're going to hop... We're going wi- to hop. Can we the, hop? We can hop
1: because, again, when we're looking at this, oh, the this next... would be good,
0: actually, sorry. So the working with, with others, th- yeah.
1: Working with others. It gives you a good description of what your strengths are in working with others.
0: What um, you need to... I I think we agree that this part right here is kind of key in developing your advocacy accommodation mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. And because my interaction strengths... As an eight. Um, and by the way, we've had no eights show up in <laughs> the people that we've been offering this to. But every colleague I've sent it to has come back as an eight, except one. Yeah. So my interaction strengths are, I have a candid and direct conversation style, quick to share opinions with others and to find out theirs, straightforward, no beating around the bush. Very true. A confident conversation partner, which inspires trust from others, skilled at seeking, uh, seeing, seeking and pointing out the truth. However, this is where we have the ability to make a plan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My blind spots are quick to dismiss other people and opinions, and that also actually really depends on whether I respect the person that I'm dealing with. Mm Because if I don't respect you, then the challenge is I can't usually get over that. Quickly lose interest if someone doesn't get it. I'm actually quite good at mm, helping people get it so that's not entirely true may be aggressive in stating opinions or asking questions in ways that are perceived by others as personal attacks that's very true rarely pauses for reflection and can steamroll over others opinions I'm actually much better at that now because I identified that as a weakness many Mm -hmm. years ago and may be perceived as overbearing or intractable Um, still true (laughs) but I know now Right. So working with others that I have to be more conscious of those personality traits. Mm -hmm. And likewise, Paulette, as a nine for working with others. For working with others, for me, my interaction strengths are relaxed
1: and open communication style, supportive (laughs) of other points of view, establishes rapport easily, provides feedback with kindness, keeps conversations calm and good natures to lighten up the spirits, but again, I do have blind spots. So interaction blind spots avoid difficult conversation. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I know I do. <laughs> Gives negative feedback only when forced and may be so tactful that others do not get the point. Reluctant to offer own ideas and opinions. Um, that's not necessarily true. I do express my opinion. Slow. <laughs> stop laughing. Slow interpersonal pace, which is which, which more energetic personalities may, may find challenging may appear to agree with others when this is not the case, saying yes when they don't mean it. So if you understand these blind spots, if I keep saying yes when I don't mean it, I need to work on that. So I need
0: to learn how to say no. Because ultimately that builds stress. So if you are ultimately saying yes to things that you don't agree with or you're saying yes to things to create and keep peace and harmony, Mm -hmm. then eventually that's not going to work for you because you're going against your core personality traits Mm -hmm. that will cause conflict, either passive-aggressive behavior or many other things. So some of the other topics that are in here, um, stress and conflict is one of them and one of the reasons we're excited to use the Enneagram Mm -hmm. with the autism community for employment is that I think we we have agreed and evidence proves that a a lot of people on the spectrum are constantly in a stressed state Mm -hmm. um, and conflict not a great thing so if we you know can agree as a group that people on the spectrum are in a stressed state then understanding how that shows up
1: Mm -hmm.
0: allows us to build a stronger plan and Underst- you know providing a document which could give a voice to things that they've been struggling to express mm-hmm. we then have a much stronger plan a much stronger foundation for finding a job and a career hopefully that fits not only your core values and your interests and your abilities but also minimizes the opportunity for triggers to to antagonize stress situations further
1: mm-hmm.
0: provides an opportunity for fulfillment which i think everybody's looking for mm-hmm. and we get there faster that's our goal is to get people on the spectrum into this situation i'm hoping twice as fast as we do now yeah, yeah. because we can create a much clearer plan much faster so the the stress and conflict section talks about for me anyway, like stress and conflict triggers, and we'll just, we don't wanna go on too much longer. So Paulette's gonna share hers as well. Mine are feeling vulnerable, which actually isn't a big deal for me. So this entire report won't apply to you in totality, Mm -hmm. but it does have to make you aware. So for me, I don't mind feeling vulnerable with people I know, Mm -hmm. I have no problem. And vulnerability could be as simple as you don't wanna look stupid at work. That's a form of vulnerability. I actually don't have a problem asking questions because I've learned what happens when I don't. So I got over that. Uh, feeling powerless. Part of that is true. If I have a manager that sucks, then I'm not good at that. Others taking not taking responsibility for their actions makes me freaking mental. Oh, not good. Lies and deception also makes me mental. Seeing someone treated in a degrading way.
1: Mm -hmm. huge
0: trigger for me. If I see somebody attacking somebody else and they're doing it in such a way because they need to feel powerful and they're knowingly attacking somebody who can't defend themselves or what have you, I won't even hesitate. I will Mm. go Wakanda on your ass. Like it is not okay. So (laughs) this is, this is why I'm, I'm good as an advocate (laughs) because I don't mind calling people on their crap. Um, doesn't i won't hesitate so action steps for conflict management this is a huge one that we really love in making the action plan because it gives you clear direction well it gives you the foundation definitely because it has to be individualized to Mm -hmm. to that person on the spectrum so we won't go too far into that but paulette you want to share your stress and
1: conflict my triggers here for nines are disharmony remember i'm one of these peaceful people that likes everything to be wonderful cooperative and comfortable Feeling controlled or directed. I like to control my own life and do things my way, but I also need to be part of the structure and the schedule. Negativity and complaining. I don't like negativity. I don't like being invisible. So I need to push myself forward in group settings and but I have to listen closely. I just don't do it. Another thing that is a trigger for me is anger. I do not like anger or confrontation. <laughs> Totally a little bit opposite to what we are across (laughs) the desk here. But anyways, thinking about it, action steps, it's clear. Instead of hiding from confrontation you feel is too challenging to fix, use your natural skills as a mediator and facilitator in resolving conflict among the team. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. I mediate. I solve problems by talking
0: about them differently. I don't
1: take over the world. Oh,
0: (laughs) Feeling a little pinkier brain right now. Yeah. So the rest of the report goes into leadership style, which we are focusing on in in uh, in our not-for-profit, Socially ASD. We are going to be providing mm-hmm. leadership training for people on the spectrum. Um, developing an effective leadership style, because yes, everybody can be a leader in certain situations. Mm-hmm. I'm not... I don't blow smoke. I don't say things I don't mean, so I fully believe that everybody on the spectrum can be a leader in some capacity, and we're going to make that happen. The report goes on to talk about how you function on teams, um, which means how to work in teams and how to resolve conflict in teams. Paulette's trying to find her page. It's not there. It's there. Um, And the last part, which is what we both really like, is reaching your potential. And it gives specific growth tasks for eights. Now, does that mean every growth task is for every person? No, but it can definitely give you the beginnings of a a structure of things you might want to change or work on in yourself. And um, so some of the things for eights, act with self-restraint, start a pattern of relinquishing control, get feedback from others on how forcefully your words and deeds come across. I once worked with somebody My background's in healthcare. So I have taught the medical office administration program, so I have a background in Latin and what have you. I mean, don't ask me to speak in Latin, but I can <laughs> I can dissect words and what have you. And I often forget how much I read and how much I go into on ongoing learner and whatever. It took somebody a year to tell me that they didn't understand half of what I said. And I was like, What now? And she's like, You use words that I just don't understand and I had absolutely no clue Mm -hmm. so I have since become very conscious of that Mm -hmm. I also had somebody tell me at an event um, I had received a gift that was very personal and lovely it was actually a She-Hulk bobblehead doll um, and a Hulk calendar and I just thought that was the biscuit but my energy got a little out of control in being enthusiastic about receiving the gift And this person was brave enough to say to me, your energy's too much right now. Mm -hmm. And I onboarded that and thanked her and said, "You know, initially I was a little perturbed, Mm -hmm. but then I went, you know what, she's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And I need to be conscious of how my ADD and my enthusiasm impacts Mm -hmm. others. Um, So that's what I love about the reaching your potential and the growth tasks Mm -hmm. is that even though they might not apply to you as is, they can give you ideas for customizing your plan So what kind of stuff comes up for nines, and then we'll jump into resources.
1: Well, growth tasks for nine are express your opinion, accept recognition, because I don't... She's awful at that. Yes, I am. You are. It says embrace conflict. It doesn't say that you have to be conflictive. It says embrace conflict. Set your sights on achievement. Challenge yourself to take action. These are all things that, again...
0: That's where where being an eight, I put a... Stick in her <laughs> butt <laughs> to get moving. Yeah, um, And so you know we're not again we could, the first time we did this podcast we went into way too much detail and because, the reason we did is because we're just so enthusiastic and there's so much to get out of it mm-hmm. and again our evidence so far how we, how many people, have we had 10 people so far on the spectrum take this test? Yeah, I think so yeah. yeah. And we've met with five four or five four or five and so so again not a huge group right now but overwhelming acceptance and and understanding and they've gained some clarity on personal you know Mm -hmm. um, characteristics and what have you which has been fantastic so that's that's the basics of the enneagram this is why we're looking to move this and use this as an excellent tool in the autism community you will hear more about this we just wanted to give you a little a little taste a little snippet a little snippet of the information and so if you're interested in learning more you can visit truity.com we do not get a kickback or a whatever it's just it's a good test and that's the one we're using so you know if you want to reach out with questions we'll know what you're talking about it is a free version gives you the very basics i think it's 15 bucks for the full version of the personal one,
1: something like that. Yeah.
0: It's not a, it's not a bank breaker one. Um, but if you are interested in learning more on your own or you take it and you want to have a resource to help you, a really good book is what's your Enia type, an essential guide to the Enneagram understanding the nine personality types for personal growth and strengthened relationships. And that's by Liz Carver and Josh green. Got that one off Amazon, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, then we have the Enneagram Development Guide. And we've found an Enneagram expert that we both like. Mm-hmm. Her name is Ginger Lapid Bog- uh, Bogda. She has a Ph.D., and I'm not sure what. Um, but so the Enneagram Development Guide is, I think so far we found this one quite excellent. It, it, this one's it
1: gives you a good description of all the departments or all the different categories under the Enneagram, but also gives you some things to work on.
0: Yeah, I which love Which is that. really lovely. She has also bringing out the best in yourself at work. What type of leader are you? And bringing out the best in everyone you coach. Which is the one that we have is bringing out the best in everyone you coach. Um, Use the Enneagram system for exceptional results. And so I guess our next purchase is bringing out yourself at work. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, we were looking at it from a coaching perspective versus, you know, Mm -hmm. a first person perspective. So... We're going to wrap up on that, on the resources, strongly encourage you to take a look. We are really excited about this program and, and putting it out there. We're working with a partner now who is intrigued and agrees, and we're going to be using this as part of an employment program we're developing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is exciting. So you will hear more, but, um, but that's one of the things we're working on right now. And our next one on discovery tools. Uh, is going to be the Career Personality Profiler, mm-hmm. which is based on the Holland Codes system, which categorizes um, interests as far as I think it's Builder, Thinker, Persuader. What do we have here? Oh, here we go. Oh no, that's not the same one.
1: Oh, no. Building,
0: Thinking, Creative, Helping, Persuading, and Organizing. Mm-hmm. So that I know that sounds kind of odd, but we're getting some really good results with that as well. Mm-hmm. So between the two tests, so our goal is to not just share what we both know, but to learn from people smarter than us and to bring in tools that perhaps haven't been used in the autism community before. Um, It's not a psych test. It's not a judgment test. It's not probably anything you've ever done before. Would that be fair to say? Absolutely. Absolutely. And this,
1: this, again, these things give you strengths. A lot of the testing and assessments people do out there on the spectrum are to figure out what's wrong with you. This is to say, this is what you've got, and it's amazing what you've got. Let's use it and expand upon it and find a career for you.
0: Yeah. And And I love that. Not all rah-rah pom-poms. Like, there is, you know what? Some of the types, you got some serious shit going on. Like, there is definitely Mm. some some challenges that you need to be aware of. And um, so that's what I like about it as well Is it's not a one-sided rah-rah situation nope. but it's also not a one-sided you suck situation
1: yeah it's it a really you, nice blend it gives you a good a lot of tools that you can use to help improve your situation at home at work anywhere
0: yeah and one How of the it? I just personally, finished yeah. Yeah, personally and professionally mm-hmm. and and one of the things um, I was in a three-day virtual conference this weekend but one quote that came out was a lot of people accept their life very few lead their life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what, I firmly believe, my, so my son's on the spectrum, I've mentioned this before, and, and Paulette's son is on the spectrum as well, and independent of each other, raising these these uh, people on the spectrum, autistic individuals, we both believed and, and built in our kids that they are capable, yes. that they are strong, that there is no limit to what they can achieve, and that their life is in their hands to create. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just one more way of doing that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so my son's done it. He's a two.
1: My son has not done he it. He has not
0: done it. One son has, but not the autistic son. Yeah. Damn it. I
1: have to get on his case. But he's working two full-time jobs right now, so he's having trouble completing it.
0: Well, he's not having trouble. He has understandable time commitments there. <laughs> <laughs> Take in what she just said there. He's working two full-time jobs. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So so thank you for joining us today, everybody. Um, again, you can visit truity.com and do the uh, Enneagram, the personal version. It does definitely give you a lot of value. It's a huge report and worth paying for. We are investigating the Enneagram Professional Edition. Um, and I'll definitely make sure to put the um, resources if you're... Uh, should be in the comments. I'll try and put it in the comments and we'll go from there. So we went on a little longer than we'd planned to, but... It's a good thing man it's fun it's a good thing Yes, yeah. it, we good needed thing. to get the information out we do so thank you for joining us uh, next week again we'll be talking about the career personality profiler and I hope your future looks good we'll talk soon take care bye bye swear that you,
1: are, you are the future.
0: Thank you for joining us on the Across the Desk podcast with our new series, The Future Looks Good. Please check out spirocareerscanada.ca to learn more about the resources available to people on the autism spectrum for employment success.